Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastor Podcast. This is your friend, Michael. And Rob, and today we're going to talk about peace. Like, like, peace like a gun? Like, I got my peace? Uh, well... Based on our actions right now, that would make sense. But no. no, I, can't, no. I, can't, I can't do it anymore. Like, I can't laugh. It's <laughs> that way. Yeah, you can't yeah. laugh in that accent? Is that what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in case anyone gets offended by that, which you probably won't, but if you do, I literally live like 15 minutes from somebody that talks exactly like that. So chill. Yeah, look, that's how um, my, my entire family reunion sounds just like that. If I yeah. were to go. So yeah, don't be offended. It's yep. uh, well, because man, no, but um, <laughs> I'm sorry. We got off subject real quick there today. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about we're peace. Talking about let's peace. bring, let's bring, let's bring some peace to the conversation. <laughs> Oh, all right. All right. So peace. Hey, last, last week, guys, if you missed it, we were talking about, um, about hope and the hope that we have in the, well, first in the first advent of Jesus coming and what that looked like for the Jews and, uh, a little bit, we didn't cover it a ton, but what it looks like to have hope, uh, for us now, uh, because of what Jesus did and what, because of what he will do. And today we're going to talk a lot about peace. Um, which I think flows right from that pretty naturally actually flows right from that. Um, so I have a bunch to say, but I'm going to, I don't want to take up, uh, the first 15 minutes of this podcast. Do we want to like not do conversation anymore and just like you do your monologue and then I'll. Yeah. Well, what I'd like, yeah, is, uh, especially for the video version, I'll just talk for a solid 30 and then you just watch. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) That actually would be a lot easier for me because I don't ever have to think about things that I, I need to say. Oh, so okay. go ahead. Oh, okay. Here we go. <clears throat> I like that. It's not, yeah. That was probably the deepest theological thing you've heard me say all day. That was, that was deep. Yeah. Um, I actually have no peace now. Uh, but Well, hey, let's talk about where peace comes from then. Let's bring it back yeah. to you, Rob. All right. All right. So, so we have... Um, one of the one of the Christmas or Advent scriptures that we can talk about with peace is is has made its way into plenty of Christmas music, and it is um, the scripture in Luke about the angel coming to the shepherds mm-hmm. and talking to them. Uh, the shepherds were out in the fields doing their thing; they were watching their flock, and then. The angel of the Lord says stood before them, the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified, which is the standard reaction. And ah! angels show up. It's not like uh, you might see in the movies where I remember uh, Casper. You Did you ever watch the movie Casper, dude? Uh, a couple times, but it was okay. never. Yeah, it was a great movie. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. So um, at the end of that movie, right, the 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 mom that had died um 
comes back for just a brief moment and like has a message for whatever. And so yeah. she comes down as an angel. First of all, that's not how it works. Uh, but, but secondly, really messed up. <laughs> the movies are all, they're always filled with these images of angels and they're like, um, you know, these like, oh, there's glowy stuff around and it's just, oh, so wonderful. But that's not how it is, right? Like in the scripture, literally every time an angel shows up, people freak out. I feel like um, the more accurate representation of an angel would probably be best described, um, obviously within scripture. But if we're talking about modern age, it's probably from a Joe Rogan podcast where somebody's like, I did some DMT and I saw da 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 da, and it was terrifying. And so I feel like that's much more accurate than Casper. Not that either one of them are theologically correct, but if we're going to go, <laughs> we're going to go with some sort of like somebody like, man, I was trippy. Like it's probably more of the trippy version. So, so if you're still following, Hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cause we haven't even sort of talked about peace yet, but uh, the, the, so the, the story goes that, um, the uh so the angel comes and they're terrified they're freaking out as is everyone who sees an angel in real life um and and then the angel is essentially saying don't don't be afraid and gives them this uh message that hey there there's the messiah has been born right um uh, today in the city of David, a savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped tightly in a cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angel praising God and saying, glory to God in the high, uh, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to people he favors. So um, these host multitude of angels and heavenly hosts, it says, are, um, are singing um, declaring uh, peace on earth, right? To, um, to those who are on the side of God, essentially. Um, and so that's, that's like the first, uh, I guess, major Christmas scripture that talks specifically about um, uh, peace after Christ is born. And um, so what, what does that mean? Why, why would uh, Christ coming bring peace? Well, um, I think it's worth noting that first that we, uh, by our very nature, are um, rebellious toward God, which means we are actually at war. We're enemies of God. That's what scripture says, that we're enemies of God. And that's not um, a great... Uh, so let me put it this way. There's not a huge uh, chance of winning that war. It's just not, not your best play. It's not your best play. <laughs> Yeah, you've lost your queen and you literally don't have anything on the board and uh, you're like one pawn that is broken, right? Um, and the other side of the board is nothing but queens. That's the chess picture, okay? Um, but That's not fair. <laughs> right, yeah, oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the picture, right? That's the mm -hmm. picture without Jesus, before Jesus, as, as enemies of God, we're at war with the God of, like the God that spoke and earth happened, right? Like spoke creation into existence and stars and the sun and air, like everything that we look at and think, my goodness, that is amazing, right? Um, he spoke and he's so powerful that that stuff just appears, right? From literally nothing that mm -hmm. no matter turned into matter and it just happened to organize itself to be 
insanely beautiful, right? Um, and so that God, that's the God we're at war with. Um, so I just feel like if you're in a war room and you say that, there's like this one guy in the back, you're like, I just, I don't feel like we got a great shot. I've been trying to think about it. I've been trying to come up with a plan all night, guys. And uh, the best thing I could come up with is this white flag that I found. <laughs> Um, yeah, this <laughs> can we wave that i feel like <laughs> yeah wave this and hope i don't know um but but that's so that's that's the picture though that's the mm -hmm. picture of humanity without the gospel humanity without christ without any of that and so um jesus coming is actually like this immense level of peace uh, mm -hmm. but god is the one who made peace when really like by our standards and how we run things he shouldn't have like he should have simply annihilated us right like we should have been just like the people that were destroyed in the flood mm -hmm. rightfully um and and yet god had this plan all along his plan of redemption of of um making um of hope not only, not only friends yeah of hope this message of hope uh, I mean, making not only um, enemies into friends, but enemies into his children, mm -hmm. right? Like crazy. Um, so well, that, and I think he, on that point, that is a, a really good point. I think perspectively, if we understand it, because from society to society and century, from, I mean, th that changes a bit. So you have to understand from uh, a lot of the Old Testament, just the way they thought that was. So we're talking about, you know, nomads in many senses. Um, conquering, I mean, it was essentially, I mean, what you would read in history as far as tribes conquering tribes, those sorts of things. And normally when that happened, the way you grew an empire, you, the way you grew your area is that if you didn't kill everybody that was there, you took them in as slaves. So within this perspective of what we're talking about language-wise, even we see this in the Old Testament, we obviously see it even, you know, magnified more in the New, is what you just said. It wasn't that he just doesn't kill you. He actually adopts you. Yeah. which is this thing that, I mean, if we're thinking contextually within the whole of scripture, this idea that he was going to bring, uh, you know, peace to the world through the hope of Jesus, that, like you said, so not only, not only does he not obliterate, just completely annihilate us, uh, not only does he just like in his mercy, which is what it would be, just let us live, but he actually goes above that and brings you in, gives you the opportunity to to be brought in right which is beyond what you deserve you don't i mean so right we don't even deserve to to to, to you know exist but the fact that we're not only it's just again we could go there's a thousand different ways to go but just the grace that he gives us that even his enemies to breathe when he doesn't have to right um but then he brings his enemies into his family and says no you're mine now you're in here now. You, you are adopted as sons and daughters of me. And now you have, uh, you, you own what I have. You have the privileges of, of being a son and daughter. Um, so when we understand, like you said, within the content, like this idea of peace, it's not just that I'm not going to fight with you. It's actually, I'm going to give you far and above what you deserve, mm -hmm. which uh, is actually the opposite of what you deserve. We <laughs> um, should be my, again, just like when we understand that Jesus comes and brings that hope, like that wells up within us a worship 
for him in the sense that like you did what you said you were going to do. That is awesome. Um, but when we talk about peace, it's <laughs> like, I fully understand what I deserved. Like it's the prodigal son, right? It's the prodigal son parable where it's, Hey, I'm just coming back. Cause if I could just, you know, clean your toilet, I'm cool with that. Cause at least I'm not, you know, like I'm cool with that. And God saying, no, you're not going to clean my toilet. We're actually going to have a party. Uh, it's that sort of picture of peace where there should be in worldly standards and animosity. Uh, and you see this pretty often. So let me try to paint uh, as generalized a picture of this as possible. <clears throat> Whenever you are under some, uh, under, so it'd be a boss or a, maybe a family member or um, some sort of uh, even local situation where you are under someone. Whenever you don't like that somebody and they've oppressed you and that you feel like you've been, you know, you know, not treated fairly, whenever those tables flip, all of a sudden it's, aha, I'm going to get you. That's the way the world thinks. That is absolutely the way that humanity thinks that as soon as these tables get flipped, as soon as I have an opportunity in upper hand, as soon as I have one moment to get you back, I'm going to. So the world's idea of peace is it's, it's peace on my terms. It's, it's now there's going to be peace based on your, like me doing so like, we're going to bring that peace kind of peace. Whereas the biblical perspective of priests and what we see God's idea of, you know, peace on earth is, is that actually making his enemies, his, not just his friends, but like you said, his family. Yeah. So in Advent, it's this beautiful picture. This is this amazing picture of um, Jesus coming, right? Which should bring some sort of, I mean, to tie this in and kind of wrap up my point here so I don't talk forever, but like there's a reason the Pharisees and Sadducees and the religious leaders were like so uptight and like we're adding rules to rules because they knew how, how holy God was. They're like we can't not do this because he told us to do this. So they were adding things on top of things because they're like, we can't mess this up. So the idea of, of God coming is actually slightly terrifying in the sense that like we have to have our T's crossed and our I's dotted and we've got to be like, we can't have like, like, it's like when you have relatives come over and your, your mother or your wife is like, we have to clean everything. Um, <laughs> it's that sort of sense is where like, they're, yeah. <laughs> like everything has to be perfect. Um, because there is this, you know, where the Pharisees and Sadducees and religious leaders had it right. It's like they did have this, this view of God, of this holy God of the universe that literally like he demands things. Um, obviously there were parts that got like wrong there, but that was the part they had pretty solid on that. Like, this is a holy God. And just the idea of this God coming theoretically should bring terror. Like, Oh no. <laughs> like, Oh no. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you see, you see t scriptures um, and examples of that all throughout the old Testament. And um, where is it? Um, is it Leviticus? I want to say where the, uh, sons of the priests, the priests um, offer strange fire before mm -hmm. God. And like, there's just no question about it. Like it was unauthorized. It wasn't the exact way God wanted it. God is so holy and righteous mm -hmm. and powerful and perfect that even the slightest deviation from what he says is like epically more than we could ever make up for. And what happened to them? They died they were consumed immediately from the fire that was before them. Like God, God burnt them to a crisp because they, um, yeah, I, I mean that that's the, a picture of the holiness of God. And, mm -hmm. um, and so the, the, I think part of the way that this plays out in, in us today 
it is that um, I can I can walk through this world right um, with uh, this peace. Um, so Second uh, Thessalonians three sixteen. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. Um, and then um, so uh, John sixteen thirty three is another really good one. <clears throat> Says I've seen or I've said these things to you. This is Jesus talking that. In me, you may have peace. In the world, you'll have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And <clears throat> so there's this idea that in the world around us, there might be turmoil sometimes. Mm. If that might sound familiar to some of you <laughs> this year. Um, but there, there are, there's going to be turmoil and tribulation and people fighting and all the stuff, right? Um, but, but we can have peace uh, with Christ in us. Uh, because we understand and know that he's the king, that he, it, that regardless of what's going on around us, right? If we, like the um, saints of old, if we were uh, marched into Washington, D.C. and burnt at the stake, literally, we can have peace even up and through that until we see him. Because, um, because, uh, and this is important, the reference here is, uh, because he took care of our greatest need for peace, which was what we've been talking about. We were literally at war with the God of the universe and he made peace with us. So anything else that is tumultuous or difficult or crazy or out of control for us is peanuts compared to, <laughs> compared to the, the peace that was necessary um, and then what, Jesus brought with him when he came uh, down as a little babe in a manger. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the that, that little, that Ricky Bobby quote is every time anybody says that I like my Jesus as a little baby Jesus. Yeah. Kill me in the face. Um, but, and, and that's also why, you know, the other piece of application to, to this whole idea of peace and, and Christ coming and giving us the, the ultimate peace, which is peace with God, the father, um, the, the other application of that, it, it's not only that we can have peace within us because e like, even when the world is not peaceful, um, but it is that we as Christians are actively all the time supposed to be making peace. We're supposed to not only be peaceful people, uh, the best we can be, but, but we're supposed to be what? Peacemakers, right? That's what he's designed us to do and be. Um, and we can, do that because um, of God making peace with us, we live that out, understanding what God's done for us. We can then, um, you know, stop the gossip and backbiting and arguing and whatever, all the, all the stuff. We can stop the fighting amongst ourselves and other people um, and be a people of uh, peacemaking rather than a people that, you know, um, it, it doesn't make sense any other way that, God would make such peace with us. And then um, here we are at, at war all the time. We're fighting with people about stupid mm -hmm. things or whatever, right? So, well, I think that's a good point in the sense that, like, so you're not going to show something or demonstrate that as a characteristic unless you kind of understand that thing, right? So, yeah. you can say, so I think uh, one, of, one of the examples I use a lot when I talk about love 
is that like when me and my wife were dating and we got married, like first married, I said, I loved her. And I did like, I, I did as much as I was capable of understanding that. Um, obviously the longer you're married, especially if you have kids, like you go, I had no idea <laughs> what love was. <laughs> like I said it, I didn't know what it meant. Um, and I think into, huh? Or what I was getting into. Or yeah. Yeah. You don't fully understand that either. Um, that's a sanctification process. So, uh, <laughs> we, so when we talk about peace, I think that's part of it too. And like you said, especially this, like, here's the thing, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not downgrading the horribleness for many people that this year has been. Okay. Yeah. But I have said a number of times that I think it's been in many ways, a gift, um, that it's, it's destroyed the idols or at least expose them in people's lives. Um, and it's really driven you like to like what you do hold your hope to like. So what we see here, for example, when, when there is, you know, disruption and turmoil in those times, can you have peace that doesn't make sense? A peace that is only brought by the peace that we see within scripture, this understanding that God is in control. And that the God of the universe, that we are, unless we're, follow, you know, unless we're followers of Jesus, that we are in open rebellion to, like that God, I'm at peace with him. So all the other stuff, even though it's, you know, can be pretty, I mean, it, it's still life affecting. It still alters, you know, how I live my life in lots of regards as far as what I can, cannot do, those sort of things. But um, those are peanuts. <laughs> like that's peanuts compared yeah to other stuff. So I've had the opportunity uh, recently a lot in the last two months, especially, but there's lots of times I, I can't tell you the amount of conversations I've been have, able to have about, Hey, why aren't you stressed out? Like, why are you just so at ease? Like, like, why doesn't this, why doesn't this seem to be getting to you? Like it is getting to other people. And the amazing thing is I don't even have to turn that into a gospel conversation guy. Like, I don't, I don't have to like, well, let's, let's do some word usage and make it to where I can talk about Jesus. <laughs> like, like the door is right there. Well, the Greek word for peace is. Yeah. All I have to be like, Hey, Jesus, like, uh, yeah. Jesus, like, I don't have to make some 